Welcome to a very late edition of All Talk FC with your boys, Mark the Finn Mark Williams, Danny the Big Head Danny and Chris the Scarred Ali. We uh, talk football, talk about England, we're going to read some gossip from the BBC webpage to talk about that and anything else we can do. Let's go! Right, so we are watching this. We are currently doing this on a Tuesday night during the Man United Juventus game. So if you hear any cries of of sadness from the two boys here, that is why. How's it going, Mark, after Fat Camp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Camp was tough, to be honest. Uh, most exercise I've done in my life in, in a short period. Don't be, don't be fooled, guys, by his shape. He is quite fit. <laughs> yeah, Mark, how was your uh, how was all the exercise and stuff? You feeling good? You said you lost a stone. Yeah. Did you play football better yesterday? Uh, no, my knees felt a bit sore. Too many burpees, to be honest. I love burpees. So, yeah. Dan, how was your wedding? It wasn't my wedding. It was brilliant. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. One way you had, but it was really good. And uh, said, if you're gonna ask you how my ask me how my surgery went. Sure, yeah, it was good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I had surgery on a hernia, so that's uh, yeah. Chris is the oldest one on the pod. Yeah, seems like an old man's uh, old man's injury. Um, I know England uh, played before this weekend's Premier League action, but I did promise one of our very special listeners uh, a subject point that we talk about. If I told you that Fulham were below Cardiff. In the table, what would you say to that then? Well, that's true. You would be right. You would be right. <laughs> Cardiff won. Five five uh, Cardiff won four two against Fulham this weekend. Um, quite su- is it a surprising result? I guess any win from Cardiff is going to be a surprise. Uh, it is. Well, not, Cardiff not if you listen to my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Did you predict them? Yeah. Oh. The only thing about it is Fulham have conceded more goals than anyone else in the league. That's true. Cardiff only win games at home, if ever, which doesn't happen often, but when they do, it's at home. Uh, I think the less surprising thing is that they scored four goals. <laughs> well, scored four goals. well, Dan, you didn't see the goals, but see did, have you seen the mark? No. The first goal was uh, was taken extremely well, like it was a proper good goal. The other three, it was so jammy. You know, if you was playing FIFA and you're like, everything's dropping to them and yeah. every bounce is going yeah. to them. Yeah. That's what happened with the with the last three goals of Cardiff. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's unlucky for Fulham, but they certainly were jammy goals. I mean, four goals, uh, quite ridiculous, but good for them, eh? Yeah. So it's Josh Smith. Josh Murphy? Josh Murphy. Josh Murphy. He's the, the Josh player. Murphy. They got the um, black guy the with the dreadlocks. Twins. What's his name? Um, <coughs> yeah, isn't, isn't Murphy a twin? Doesn't his yeah. twin play at Cardiff as well? No, his twin plays at Newcastle. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, they played earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so good result for for Cardiff. Fulham, um... Are they in trouble this, this season? They've made 
basically, you signed about 13 million <laughs> players, didn't they, in the summer. Everyone's going, oh, look how much money they spent, they're going to be great. They, their managers are good and they're trying to play good football. I think they just cannot defend. Well, Mark, you said you said that the bottom three are pretty much going to stay there the entire season. Did you literally mean they weren't going to move out, or are you, I mean, are you surprised uh, that Fulham are in there now? No, but at the same time, I think it, it, it could literally change this weekend. I think Fulham are Bournemouth, and that could change. I to be honest, I didn't. Well, I saw Cardiff winning, so clearly I thought it would change. But yeah, I still think Cardiff will go down now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think with Fulham, as you say, they sign players. Like it seems like they'll just take time to get better. Where Cardiff almost seem just happy to get a couple wins. Be yes. that will be what was it, twelve point season? Yeah. Get thirty yeah. points and then they're happy. So. Well, and Huddersfield, between them, be a race to the bottom. Those two. Uh, biggest game of the weekend: Man United against Chelsea. Uh, I think. Um, it was fair enough that it was a draw at the end of the day. I know Man United was going to go into it. You reckon? Yeah, I think it's a good result for Man United. I think given what's been going on, Chelsea, if Chelsea had won, it would have been 10 points clear after, what, seven or eight games? Oh, that's, that's crazy. So it needed to not lose. Uh, it's a shame they didn't win. Got very close. But, you know, if you go to Stanford Bridge and get a point, not a lot of teams will do that. So that's a Mourinho classic, isn't it? They're the big boys and getting a point. <laughs> so Mark's pretty engaged in the football right yeah. now. <laughs> Man United close to scoring. Um, Mark, what did you think about it? You saw the whole night. Yeah, minutes? yeah I, was like, I did like the way Man United played. It was uh, the first goal was just lazy defending. <clears throat> Pogba switched off. But the second goal, it's a bit unlucky. David Luiz did brilliantly to win the header and then it was just... How was your luck? Where's the ball going to land? Landed to a Chelsea player. But Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley's back. Bang, bang. <clears throat> We're both, yeah. we, we, what do we say at the start of the season? Barkley and Shaw. Yeah. And Chris's back. prediction of Ozil getting player of the year. It's on. It's on. <laughs> it's all on. on. Not only that, but I bet for Aubameyang uh, scoring more goals than Lacazette. Um, That's probably not yeah. the way that I want to do it, but he can come on for two minutes and, and just bang <laughs> him in. Efficiency season. is key. Was it true? <laughs> they won 5-1. Aubameyang scored three goals. Yeah, Lacazette was ahead was a uh, in the run-ins. Uh, yeah. In that state, with that's him. it. Aubameyang's got to be a superstar now. That's I think crazy. that is it, and um, he's going to do me good for the rest of the season. In that respect, um, I, I told you back then. According to my record books, this means that Arsenal are unbeaten this season because the first two games didn't count. Our season started after that, and we haven't lost since. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if crazy. you listen to like our third podcast, I said Arsenal now have ten winnable games in a row. And this was win 10. And now, yeah, now it's all that. Well, we did. Well, well, I called it. Yeah, so there you go. So Arsenal will lose this weekend. You heard it here first. <laughs> Who's Arsenal got this weekend tonight? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I said 10 look. winnable games. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal have got um, Crystal Palace away on Sunday. So That's I think losable. we should win that. That's it's losable, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, also it's winnable. Yeah. The thing about Arsenal, the way they're looking now, is that I don't know if they look absolutely sort of um, made up or in sync but they don't look that easy to beat uh, yeah, they look like they've got some resilience and I think Lacazette is huge in that respect I think Torreira is huge in that respect they may not they may not win pre but they certainly got a bit more bite to them than probably certain times on the Wenger yeah, I was playing football I watched the highlights and again it seemed like Leicester could have been two or three goals up before I think Madison, 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 Madison was basically running the game for 60 minutes 
until Arsenal turned up. So I was all started playing. Which is to be fair to a couple times I've watched Arsenal and they seem to not be having very good first half. Yeah. Which is I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they should have been up sort of two, three, four goals were because I watched the entire game. Certainly looked like we could concede more, but we seem to be a bit more scrappy in defence and just just able to hold them off a little bit. Um, and they should have had a penalty shot as well. Yeah. Uh, the referee was standing right in front of it. I, I, I don't know if that's just he just didn't have the bottle to call it, but that was a stonewall penalty. I would put my hand up, just like Holden did, and yeah. say that that's a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. I think the Wolves Watford game was a shock to me. I, I don't think anyone saw Watford going to Wolves and winning 2 I don't know. I mean, Watford, Watford have been playing really well this yeah, season. Wolves haven't conceded a goal in any games or something. I'm often actually... One in three or four. So yeah, but it was just a bit. It was just a bit against the run of play, I think. But they were certainly the they were certainly capable of doing it. Did you see? Well, you haven't seen. I but Carrera's goal. goal. That might be my goal of the season right now. What that, is one in the first week. He's got like, three goals. This one, but this bad. one was this one was just pure pure quality. He took the ball in stride going down the left hand side. An unbelievable touch with his right foot, and then he just kind of tapped it slightly with his left outside of his left boot. Getting around the goalkeeper and going top right hand corner. It was a ridiculous goal. You have to have a look. But um, that one was. But see, before that, my one was uh, the the grey goal, Andre Gray's goal. I thought that was close. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But this one was quality. Um, did you watch any of the Arsenal? Uh, not Arsenal, Dan England. I did watch England. It feels like a lifetime ago now. It was a week ago, wasn't it? Yeah. I did watch England. That was one of the best first halves I've seen in a long time. Which against Croatia? No, <laughs> uh, that was not good. I think yeah. that was the guys on the bank. That was great. Uh, just on the side. Yeah, what was funny be. is that actually they wouldn't have noticed in the second half. They would not have noticed someone had scored because yeah. they couldn't see one of the goals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think um, that's my favorite. You know, them Celia Woods. Uh, we were talking about um before. You know where. Um, well, it's not the Ballon d'Or, whatever their the European player, the Puskas Awards. The Puskas stuff. Awards. Yeah, yeah they've, the they've got like Fans of the Year Award as well in it. Okay. Yeah, oh, those lads should have to they've get it. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, no, he's looking great. Uh, I'm really, really pleased with Sterling. He needed that, he deserved it. I think. Good finish, though. Right? Yeah, oh, great finish. I think I take it straight away. I don't know that in that year. It wasn't the same run, it wasn't the same build up, but the finish in the same place, everything, placement, quality. Well, I was. I don't know how we should really feel about England. I think we overachieved in the World Cup. I don't think we looked particularly good in the World Cup. The two games in the Nations League haven't been that strong. And I was getting a little bit worried. I don't want to say it out loud, but I was getting a little bit worried about the way that England was looking. But and I have to say, fair play to Tavke, because he obviously saw the same thing. Yeah. I thought, I'm moving away from three and back because it's not working, we're losing. He's changed, changed it up. He's put, I mean, that back four, was it Chilwell, uh, Chilwell, Chilwell Maguire... Gomez and um, who was right back? Was it Walker? Uh, yeah. Oh, and Trippier. Uh, one or the other. One or the other. You look at that back four. If you said that six months ago, you'd kind of like oh. play at Spain and go. Yeah. But Chilwell's had a really good season. Chilwell's yeah. great. I really, really like Chilwell. He's going to be a great player. Um. We both texted each other literally at the same time, saying, "Doesn't Gomez kind of remind you of Rio yeah, Ferdinand?" Yeah. He is. Um. Which um. Just sort of going back to uh, the Premier League, I, I don't know if Liverpool are going to lose out by putting Gomez at right back now and bringing back um, Dejan Lovren because I don't think that I, don't, I think we can all agree Dejan Lovren isn't the best centre back. He's got a he's got some errors in him and putting Gomez on in the right back. Trent Alexander-Arnold's played well. They might lose out. Uh, oh for sure, the right I, back. I, 
I don't really know why Klopp's even bothering that. Ten hundred on the ball is like Liverpool through and through. He's absolute quality on the ball and he's been great at right back. Yeah. Joe Gomez is great at centre. I don't know why they need to bring an offer in. There's no need at all to do that. So I, I think. I don't think it'll happen Particularly for my lot. fantasy football team, I've, I've had to take him out now, and I'm about to spend more points now. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, what a shame because uh, he was a good. He's a great. Defender. He's a great player. We've got a lot of good right backs. We've got a lot of good young players, I think, because even yeah. even so, when um, during the Man United uh, Chelsea game, you saw Barkley and and Shaw embrace. You kind of think, well, if they're sort of the older generation of the young players, so to speak, well, being the future. They might miss out because there's a lot of young players coming through. The average age of that team player spends 23. That's the youngest average age we've filled in in I don't know how long. When we went and beat Spain, we were wiping the floor with everyone. Yeah. And we won, but yeah, we won the under-17s World Cup, we won the under-20, we got to the under-21s final, the Euros. Uh, like, like all the unders are really, really doing well over the last five, six years. So you, it, it, no surprise, really. You'd think we'd be doing better. But, but I think as well... Do you, there was a lot of talk about England players not getting enough game time. Do you think that's true? In the league? Yeah. Well, it's true with some of the egos. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, like, absolutely. We don't, yeah. now we've got essentially a, a good young squad of squad players that they all get on and are happy to play. So, we don't have big names who feel like they have to start. We don't have to fit Gerard and Lampard in a midfield two because <clears throat> they have to play. Yeah. Well, I mean,. Uh, it's, the funny thing about Kane, I know he's captain, he's obviously he, he does what he does, he scores his eight goals, and he played brilliantly in that first half against Spain. I know he didn't score again, that's like seven or eight games. He got two assists, didn't he? He got three assists, basically. But, um, and he played well, don't get me wrong, but he feels like the only name in the England team where you, like the, the global superstar name, where you, that you're not going to drop him, and he's going to play regardless of how well he plays. But I think at, at, at some point in the, in your 11, you, or you know 15 or whatever, you're going to have to have some players that have the ability to win you games, and how many players in the England squad, although they play oh, well as a team, do we have game, game winners? I'm, not, I'm, still not convinced, I'm still not convinced by Sterling being that guy. I'm not going to be a, a Sterling hater like a lot of other people, or what I used to be, but he certainly isn't I don't put him as that game winner right now. Um, and I'd question whether England have a game winner. I wish Ashley's just running through about four yeah. minutes. I wish he'd just go around and just play there. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, should we go to our BBC headlines? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go and let's just talk some crap. Been, what else has they been talking about? Yeah. So, oh, go on, Mark. Just the point about what our special listener wanted us to talk about was Cardiff. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Uh, our, our special listener watched Cardiff for the first time and they won and now she's a fan love you babe <laughs> uh, I'll try and look through some of these if they see in, if they seem interesting but I'll just go for the top one Antonio Conte is top of Real Madrid's list to become their new manager Madrid, if they sack Julian Lopetegui Lopetegui he gets sacked the night he leaves Spain the night before the World Cup because he goes to take the Real Madrid job. Uh, he gets takes the job, which to be fair was a horrible job. You've got a team that's just won the, the um, Champions League four times in a row. You've just lost Ronaldo, the talisman, and you've got an aging squad, and somehow you've got to come in and change things. He was always going to be on a hiding to nothing, and he's obviously not quite long now. But they lost it again. They lost to some seriously bad team, like Levante and some of those smaller they teams. They messed me up. This weekend in a couple of my accumulators. Did not bet on Real Madrid. Or the twelve o'clock game. Or the, yeah. 12, or the early 
Nah, nah, nah. I don't know. Go on, Mark. I don't really know. Uh, uh, as Danny said, it's, it'll be odd if they do sack him because of the, the issues they went to get him in. Yeah. And, uh, it wouldn't be out of character, though, would you? No, it's not. Out of all the clubs, Real Madrid care the least. And, uh, there's, as they say, there's Conte, there's Wenger. There's a couple of managers they could bring in for quick fixes. Wouldn't you love to see Wenger at Real Madrid go win the Champions League? Wouldn't that just be... Like, not really. I'm sick of no. <laughs> yeah, it'd be I nice someone wanted. else to win it. <clears throat> it'd be interesting to see him win some big names like that because you kind of forget that he did have big names in the past, but he kind of made them up himself. But to have a squad of, of Galactic, yeah, I mean, I guess, of, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if his style of football because I've always had uh, Wenger as the best, I guess, sort of style manager. I think the, the, his style of football is probably outside of whatever Barcelona does but I feel like that's drawn more from their youth setup. as an individual manager his style of football when it's on is about as good as it gets so. yeah there was a thing today actually about the best Arsenal team goal ever I know you're a big fan of team goals you probably find it in the BBC News there was a, uh, it was a nice list of the five best Arsenal team goals and actually you look back at them like, you don't think of that Wilshire one and think of some of the others Man, but though, but those, those are like proper team goals. goals. Like the one they scored, one the one they scored on uh, Monday night. Yeah, that was a proper a team goal. goal. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Not when when the video shows half the clip of the centre backs passing each other, and you say there was 43 passes. That's no, because that's more than half of them was in their own half. That's not normally what we're talking about. You, we had this argument about the Indian game when um, we scored that goal against Spain. The first game we scored that absolutely class goal. And actually, that was a great team goal because it was literally one pass, keeper to the to Kane, Kane turned, played it out, Luke Shaw played it out, and boom, it was a goal. That's still a great team well, goal. Wasn't Sterling's goal? Yeah, team that goal. was a t- decent team goal as well. But yeah, that's still funny, you're right, actually, Pat Wenger. One thing he knew how to do was team goals. So, uh, yeah. Um, is this one I was just looking at? That's why we've got our team going back to first anymore. No, What's got, considered Galactica? Well, you know, they What's just, the they definition? Spent two decades going out and basically spending the most money they could on the best players well, in the Bale. world. I know they got Bale, Bale Modric. Um, I guess they've got the best players in the world right now. Yeah, technically. Technically. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They just don't have the. Uh, I, I don't know what it is like the the A list stardom that well, they used to have. Yeah, it's because they they usually buy big players. Isn't it? Who have they gone for? Well, does that mean Neymar or Mbappe? Courtois. Yeah, true. So does that mean Neymar, Mbappe or Hazard at some point, probably in the summer, are going to Real Madrid? One of them's going. Because they have to buy them in. Yeah. That's what their fans demand. That's what the... the you know, well, Neymar doesn't want the happiest, does he? Yeah. P- PSG. No, nah, he, he could go... I mean, How's he doing at PSG? I mean, he's obviously doing well. He's, he's holding the shadow of... Mbappe. <laughs> he left. He left to get out of the shadow of Messi. Yeah, no, straight into the shadow. Of <laughs> I know. I, to... um, he's, I mean, he's still the biggest name there, though. I know. Well, Mbappe's most expensive, so. Yeah. And what Mbappe is what fifteen and a half. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's why he's getting all the headlines. Yeah, Mbappe is is excellent. Once Mbappe's old enough to do his own interviews about parents. Um. Fulham are set to open contract talks with 18-year-old winger Ryan Sessegnon, on long-term target for Tottenham, who has 18 months remaining on his present deal. How much do you think uh, Sessegnon would go for in them in the market? That's to be fair, a young English talent who's supposed to be, you know, the next big thing. Not that you want to say that well. Yeah, he's not playing well at all. 
But to be fair to him, where he played really well last season <laughs> is when he played on the left wing and Fulham, because they're an attacking team, he was involved in a lot of goals and assists. But he's, he's a number three and he plays at left back. So he's kind of like a bail where he was to left back and then they moved him up front. He's been playing left back this season because they bought in Schiller. I was going to say, I was actually going to say that. Vieto are playing in those positions. So obviously now he's been moved back and he's just not that his own, defender. In terms of his own personal sort of stock, the acquisition of Scherler's probably overshadowed him. Because Scherler, I mean, is, is Scherler playing well or is he just scoring loads? Um, is he scoring loads? He's scoring enough. He seems to be scoring great goals at least. He may not be scoring heaps, but he's scoring a few good ones. He's a World Cup winner. I mean, he's a good player. <laughs> and in an average... <laughs> That's a stretch. Yeah, but in an average team, <laughs> if you're a half-decent player that plays up top and you score a lot of goals as a team, you're going you're gonna to get some goals. I don't think he's been outstanding, Scherler, but yeah, I think he's definitely affecting Cessna Young. Uh, would you go for a lot of money? Yeah, yeah. Spurs yeah, will have to go. I mean, we're talking like 50 million plus easily. And we're talking how many games in the Premier League? So he's not had too many. And he's had seven games in the Premier League. Two good seasons for Fulham. Yeah. So I think he's got enough stock that I wouldn't write him off after this. I'm not at all. He'll be a great player for sure. If you could work price on him right now, what would you say, Mark? What would I pay? What do you think you'd go for? What's the price? What would you pay? You can afford, so. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I personally would probably pay about thirty million, but I think he'll get paid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I could easily see him going for around forty. I yeah. think more. I, think 50, I was going to say 50, forty-five. 50. And, and this, and this market, I mean, is anything but fifty to sixty easily. So you know, and, and English, there's always a premium on English players. Absolutely. So it depends. Um, Here's a good one for both of you. The owners of Manchester United, the Glazer family, have no plans to sell the club, despite reports the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia is preparing a four billion pound takeover bid. Wow, four billion! I've read this a couple times. It went away and came back. Um, I think everyone just thinks I'd be like City owner. They'll get this oil rich royal family come along and that's it well, it's just like a, yeah just oh, whatever just so yeah, came so on spent a billion pounds on transfers in four years that's a lot of money yeah, yeah but have they won the Champions League yet they'll probably will this season I doubt I mean, it yeah but I bet you money right it, now they're not winning the Champions League the thing League. is it wasn't an instant overnight success for City you've got to remember that it took a few years for them to build they went through a few managers they went through the Palatelli years and Rubinho years and, yeah remember Rubinho and all that yeah. Yeah, and Batista Chelsea, Chelsea <laughs> Well, it goes back to sort of the conversation we had before about Man United and um, where a lot of their issues, if they've got a lot of issues, stem from. And I think if it is down to the ownership, I think it'd be something that surely you guys as Man United fans should welcome. If if I mean, if it means if Woodward gets fired, I'm, I'm well, sorry. it comes down to when they're run badly by owners that aren't investing billions. Everyone's like, oh, there should be fan ownership. Fifty German model works well. <laughs> I don't think general public have enough money like against some of these owners. And then as soon as it's like, oh, this guy might invest loads. Ah, it's good. It's quality. What if it turns out... He's another tax and shit rapture. It was the guy who 
is now in prison, but he took over Cardiff City or whatever it was, and he turned them their kit from red to blue. He's to still red. their owner. No, oh no, that's Tan. Yeah. Uh, Shane Hatchell, maybe it was less, I can't remember, it was a team, and they came up, and he's now in prison. Um, and he, and I can't remember. That is, I'm, not, I'm trying to decide whether that was really racist or not. No, no, that's his name. <laughs> that is his name. <laughs> I was thinking, I thought you were, I was thinking of that Italian club that, that one guy just rinsed them off. Uh, I think they were in the first league of the Italian. Uh, well, we've seen it with uh, Portsmouth. Like, obviously, Man United is a different scale, but I don't know. I... Yes, it would be good if a billionaire owner came in and spent loads of money, but I don't know. I... Getting old now, I'm more traditionalist. <laughs> I want to see a well-run like club, not just... Money thrown at it until the cracks eventually there you disappear. Taxon Shinwatra bought Man City for 81 million in 2007. Uh, he was the one who. <laughs> was that before? That, yeah, wasn't it? Was that before um, the, the Saudi prince, yeah. his name is now? Yeah, he sold the club to the Abu Dhabi United Group. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. You can get very rich people who are not nice people. So, you can what you wish for, I guess. Um, um, I, I don't know. I, I, if it means that we'll go, we'll go. Have you um have you heard of this? A controversial plan for a new twenty four team club World Cup backed by Saudi mm. money will be discussed at FIFA's council meeting there's in Rwanda theme, this there's a week. Theme to all these, <laughs> all these stories, isn't there? All the Saudi money. Um Why? What's wrong with that? Uh, Do you think Brexit will have an interrupt this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 24 team club world cup. Every few, every few years, this story comes back around and talking about Super League, Super, all sorts of stuff. They always talk about this. Yeah, Wenger, I think, in Ferguson's book, I think it was, and I'm sure Wenger's mentioned it, but they think it's inevitable that at some point there'll be a Super Club. Super League. But what's the point in that? Because are there any, look, again, I, I only watch the Premier League, but are there any clubs that are going to be better than any of the big clubs in Europe, in the rest of the world? But You're not going to get some of the big teams in MLS, Competing no, in some you missed the point. Like the big European league takes the top 24 teams. So it's basically like taking all the best Champions League teams and just putting them in a league. Because the view is, all people really want to watch is the big games. I mean, this isn't a right league, now. it's a cup. It's a, a World Cup, 2014 Club World Cup. So you're going to get the Taiwanese Tigers and the, you know, the Aussie teams, whatever oh, they're called. So you're going to get oh, MLS teams, LA Galaxy. Well, What's the point if they're all crap? It takes football around the world. It's about inclusivity. It's about getting more people brought in. So you agree with it? If I think it could work, but I don't know. I don't think it would work. But I think the only way you would get the fan support is potentially if you had a Premier League team, a La Liga team. Because let's say. Man City. Instead of qualifiers, you mean? But let's say Man City qualified as the Premier League team in this World Cup. Oh. Only Man City fans will cheer them on. That's what you're saying. You're saying, you're saying like an all-star team of Premier yeah. League players, which again will be Man City. But <laughs> Man City with one or two <laughs> other players. That's the only yeah. way you would get like, do you reckon that's what it is? We haven't. Uh, this is only a headline, but do you reckon that could be it? Maybe. Or not? But if Maybe. That'd be interesting. Because if you did the 2014... And Man City went in. It only had Man City fans doing it. But if you had an an English Premier League team, yeah. suddenly lower leagues who aren't that they would have it's to a be bit like an All Star team. It's like American That's team. what she's saying. Yeah. But then it would have to be. There would have to be a certain would be amount worth of watching. Yeah. Yeah. There would have to be a certain amount of selections from 
uh, each club team or something like that because you get Real Madrid, the, the Spanish team's only going to be a mixture between Real Madrid and um, uh, Barca players. It could be like Griezmann, might play. It could be the same rules as fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no more than three players from a team. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Right, we've got an idea here, boys. Right. New podcast, new <laughs> yeah. idea. Don't take that from us. We're getting the, we're getting the website well, set up. We're going to have to bring it up at half time when it's tracked after the next game. Any, any Saudi billionaires listening to this, you're going to set it up. And last, I think we'll go for is former Tottenham boss Harry Redknapp has quipped he will take Peter Crouch into the jungle with him when he appears on the reality TV program. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I have to say, I'm probably going to watch it this year because he's in, he has <laughs> yeah. hilarious stories. Sometimes yeah. I just like watching some, you know, when he years back he used to go on like as a pundit and he would have some brilliant stories. One day if he's a dog will win a prize money. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm sure talk all about talk all about his tax evasion and his uh, money laundering. I, I, I'm sure he's full of great stories, so I'm probably going to watch it just for that. That's interesting. You had a lot to talk about that. That was a joke. <laughs> right, the game this week is who played. This is a game with uh, starting elevens. Remember this one? I do remember this one. Boom, boom. We're great, great at this. So, this, um, this coming nation's fixture between... Earth uh, is coming. The previous fixture between England and Croatia was the ninth time England has played them in a football match. The first two were friendlies. But the first competitive game was the 21st of June 2004 in the Euros. Who was England's starting eleven? So, we're going to start with Mark because I said so. You're each going to pick a player and you each take turns and for each player that you get right, you get a point. How about that? Yeah. I'm going to start obvious then. All right. Let's start obvious. So, I will go... So, what is it? Euro 2004? Euro 2004. Okay. I will... Go. We have heard of all these players. Yeah. I'll go with David Beckham. David Beckham is correct. I will go the man that... It was the Euros, right? Euros, yeah. So it was Wayne Rooney's first Euros, where he got his Mets title. It was Wayne Rooney was in the starting eleven. Well done. Could you do me a favour? Could you just each hold up a finger for each white point you get? So, because uh, <laughs> the only thing I'm going to hold up. Can't the rest of the team. Can't right. seem to think of any. Go on, Mark. So I'm going to go with um, Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard is correct. Yes. Um. Now I'm ch- now I'm worried because they never played Lampard and Jack together. Now I'm giving you an excellent. Um, 2004. I'm gonna have to go for Rio Ferdinand. Oh, oh no. he was injured. Actually, no. he was injured in that one, wasn't no, he? No, he was on a drugs ban. In 2004. Yeah. Rio Ferdinand is not in the oh, squad. Oh, he was on a drugs ban. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, okay. interesting. Well done, Mark. Good knowledge. <laughs> that is good knowledge. I was I was hoping that he would go Ferdinand. Hold up your one finger, then. Yeah. <laughs> So go on, Mark. I'll go Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard, you already you said. You said Frank Lampard. So, sorry, I'll go Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> <laughs> I can only take your. No, you can't. I'll allow it. Stephen Gerrard is in oh, that line now. They did what well, they talked about playing him, and they always did. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, who would have played with Wayne Rooney? It must have been. No, this was a group step. I think we won it. Four one. I think it was Michael Owen that played with Rooney up front. 
England won 4-2 in fact, so good uh, good yeah. stats. I remember Rooney scored that goal and gave the keeper the ice. Did it hit the post? Yeah. Did the keeper on one Yeah, yeah, that was the one. And I've got Michael Owen. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, Michael Owen is correct. Yeah. Hey. So. So far we've got Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard, Michael Owen, Wayne Rooney so and David Beckham. I'm glad I remembered that because I haven't... So in defence we would have had Sol Campbell. Is this what you're going for? Sol Campbell is correct. Sol Campbell is correct. That's huge. I think I remember the best of the team. I don't think I do. Well, we'll see right now. Who's your next pick? I'm trying to think what a keeper would have been at our time. Uh, 12 years ago. Six, no, when was it? 2004. 14 years ago. It was a while ago. Um, Some of our younger listeners may not have been born. <laughs> I'm going to take a wild guess at right back Gary Neville. Gary Neville is correct. Mark is currently winning four, but he's... Uh... So I'll go the obvious choice, oh. which is Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole, left back. Yes, of course. The cheat. Mark's so on five, Danny's on three. three. So I've got a left winger, a centre-back and a goalie. Yeah, I think I know. I have this horrible feeling they played skulls on left wing. And I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> um, uh, why would he have played skulls on left wing? Surely not. Who else would have played who that? We never had any... Uh, Do you remember who he was? Ericsson. Yeah. Let's go Serengor and Ericsson. <laughs> I'm going to do it, skulls. Skulls yeah. is correct. Yes. As I know you're left wing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go on. Got so we've back. got hold on. So five four to mark. We've, we've got, got centre back and a goalie to go. You've got one centre back, one this goalie. This is for the game. Yeah, this is for the game. Who was in goal? So in goal was the big man himself, David James. David oh. James is correct. Good shout. Good was shout. that for the win? I was going to go Paul yeah. Robinson. Because ah. he, he had a stick. So there, there's one more centre back gone, Danny. Uh, for Pride. He would have partnered with Sol Campbell. Um, so it would have been Ferdinand. But he got yeah, if it wasn't Ferdinand, Ferdinand, I'm like. Uh, would it have been John Terry? No. I, I think it was too early. I think it was Ledley King, was it? John Terry. Oh, was John, John Terry? Terry, yeah. Oh, Le- gone for that. Ledley King was a uh, Ledley King was a uh, substitute. substitute. He got yeah. caught in the squad. Really. We did the free, right. The three substitutes that came on were Ledley King, Darius Vassell, and Phil Neville. <laughs> yeah, because Vassell came on for Rooney and ruined the game for us. Excellent stuff, boys. Very good game. We're starting well, to get better. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really good about that. Hey. I lost again, but I feel good about it. Lovely, lovely. I can't believe I wrote that. Skulls and left wing. It's just because it's such a stupid thing to do. I knew it was Terry or King. So I thought, I'll go David James. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have got that. I thought it was Paul Robinson. That would have been my guess. Um, so Campbell, though. I don't think I would have got that one. That was a great shout. Right, the results league. Boom, boom, boom. Our favourite time of the week. So, we'll go with Danny, first of all. He went for Chelsea to beat Man United 1-0. Even though Man United is big his fail, team. Big fail. Is he a big fan? Um, I don't Matt, think so. Danny, who's predicted Liverpool to win the, uh, the league. Man City to win the Champions League. Man United not to finish top four. 
Did Chelsea to beat Liverpool? <laughs> Big fan. Well, they might call me a pessimist. Big fan. Big <laughs> fan. Might call me a pessimist. Big fan. I still think Liverpool can win the league. Yeah. I bet that Liverpool and Atletico to win their league. So that's, uh, As we said earlier, uh, Mark predicted correctly that Cardiff was going to get the win. Who would imagine they'd score four goals? You kind of got that half. I feel like you should get half a point, but we don't do it like that because you got Cardiff beating Fulham 2-1. Yeah, good effort. Half time, I guess technically you would have been right, even though it doesn't work like that. No. And I got Arsenal to beat Leicester. I said 3-0. Oh. Oh, do you know what? Later on in the week, I actually said Arsenal 3-1 because someone asked me that. Because oh. we, we can't keep a clean sheet. I should have known back yeah, then. But Close, close. So me and uh, Mark get one point each. Danny. Zero. Neil Poir. His favourite score of the game. I'm not losing, am I? But Mark is getting some points. So currently I'm winning with five points. Danny's second with four points. Mark is the very, very last with three points. But at least he's got some points this week. Unlike oh, some God. people. Right. So if we look at next week's fixtures, because Danny didn't get any points, he can pick first. Brilliant. I'm picking Watford to beat Huddersfield 2-0. Watford to beat Huddersfield 2-0. I like it. I like it. So I am going to do... I thought I had picked Arsenal to lose, but I hadn't. So no, that was the week that you got away with it. So yeah. This is, as I said, Arsenal's won. Twitter, man. This guy preaches about how he said they're going to win 10 in a row. Forgets to tell us that he predicted Arsenal to lose against Newcastle. I'm going to predict Crystal Palace. Nah. <laughs> Excellent. Arsenal, who can't pick with clean sheet, so I'm going to go Palace will score two. And Arsenal will score one. That's huge. That is huge. I don't I agree with that. that no, I don't. So, Crystal Palace is at home. Right, so for my pick of this week, I am going for... Interested. I'm going to go for Liverpool to beat Cardiff City. And I'm going to go for 2 nil. Let's get some points on there. Take a hammering. Four or five. Four or five. But Liverpool mm. haven't really looked that that yeah, that know, prolific I, in terms of scoring, but they're getting their wins at least. Clock gave them an absolute hell apparently after the Huddersfield game. I think Shakiri came out and was like, "Oh, he went absolutely bonkers." Shakiri, sh- crap, man. I think Klopp's going soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Which is my favourite word of the pod. Um. We're going to go all talk fantasy. Shall I bring it up here? Yeah. So, Mark. So, did I not win this week? Wow. Mark. Boom. Mark. You've <laughs> done it, Mark. Done you've it. done it. Nine Second. weeks it's taken. Oh, okay. Second. Yeah, Second. <laughs> he has done now. I'm just put messing around. <laughs> I'm like, one of us have done it. Danny's reign of terror has finally ended. Had a bad week. Had a bad the cream week. always rises to the top. Yes. Yeah, we that is still with, a massive, with a massive 41 point. With a massive 41 points. Yeah. Yeah. What did I have, 38? Not just, uh, yeah, you had 35. 40. Yeah, 40. I had 40. So, the team is up here for Mark to have a look at. Let's go for transfers. So, oh, we've got a bit of money in the bank. So, we've got some money in the bank. We've got some players we should get rid of. We should get rid of. Yeah, so, Mikatari. Forget Mikatari needs to go. Felipe Anderson needs to go. Um, Giroud needs to go because he ain't starting. He is starting. He didn't start last game. He started like four or five. Uh, they put a fear in me. So, Mikatarian's got to go. Get Pereira in. 
That leaves me at 8.7. So looking at the midfielders around that price, we got Sigurdsson, Madison, Pereira. Fraser's at the top of that list. You can talk about Yeah, I'm not bringing Fraser in. Pereira. <laughs> Pereira. How much what? is he? Shush, Dan. It's not your turn, man. Shut your mouth. Yeah. I think, because I think, I'm pretty sure Leicester have a good run of games now. They so do. Do. I'm going to bring in a Leicester player. Dan, if you... You don't be quiet, I swear to God. <laughs> be off the yes, yes, ma'am. So I'm bringing in Madison, which I think Danny said he was going to do about six times, but never actually did bring That's him in. That's because he's in my team, and I actually want to win. So Madison's coming into the team, and that is official. Who for? For um, Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan hmm. for Madison. Do you know what? I did not realise he started the game until he was up. <laughs> Like, I didn't, he was nowhere to be seen that game. That's his entire life for Man United. He'd have an unbelievable game and he'd get four assists and then he would do nothing for six weeks. Guess who I brought in this week? Ozil. Yes, I have. Really? Yeah, of course I have. Before the game or after the game? After. So Arsenal win 10 games. Ozil plays well for three minutes. Arsenal fans are back. Well, listen, yeah. I just don't want to bring in the same midfield as you, innit? It's just, yeah. you've got to Make change it up, up sometimes. Innit? I, I've given up this season. I've just been poor. But I just felt like Leicester's going to go on a good run. And I was like, in yeah. their midfield, they play a defender, a striker, and some midfielders. So I was like, Madison's the only one I can bring in midfield. Yeah, I've actually got three Leicester players in my team. Chilwell, Madison, Vardy. Right, I think that was a good pod. Nice to be back. Oh, oh my god! Oh, absolutely <laughs> forgotten the main section. The main, I knew I'd forgotten something. Well done, then. Well done. Why? Right. Oh, right, we might need to try and work this one in early. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right, let's finish up with our favorite, our second favorite uh, segment, front three, back four. What's our first favorite? It was uh, the results league. I just said it, but it wasn't true. But because I said it, I felt like I had to come back and say it. Cool. But this is actually our favourite, and I'm sure it's yours. Cool. Front three, back four. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. In my front three this week is the the US Mega Millions Lottery. It's hit a massive jackpot record of $1.6 billion. Wow, that's a lot of money. That's freaking huge. Yeah. One person can win that. Well, I, I was just reading up on it, and they've had a few sort of uh, uh, jackpots over a billion, and oftentimes there's been sort of multiple winners. I don't think one person has actually won one of their big, big jackpots, okay. but they've had multiple winners. Um, the competition, which saw 15 second-tier tickets scoop about $1 million each, had people lining up at service stations and stores nationwide on Friday. The odds to win it are 302 Million five hundred and seventy-five thousand three hundred and fifty to one to win. I wonder what the odds are on getting struck by lightning. I imagine better than that. Probably. Yeah. Um, but I did what? But leading with that one, I wanted to ask you guys, what would you do if you won a jackpot that big? What would be one the first thing you do? I've always said that if I won that much money, I would just for about two days just carry on like normally. For sure. To, to let it sell. I'd yeah. probably buy my team lunch and just like <laughs> for two days biscuits. be a secret billionaire. Just, like, <laughs> just I don't know. Go buy a homeless guy and give him a grand. <laughs> just yeah. like just for one day, it'd be like I don't know. Like coming to America, Bruce Almighty or whatever. Yeah, just for yeah. one day, you could just be normal. Because once it comes out, you're like Bruce Almighty. Well, I mean, oh God. 
But Mark, Mark <laughs> with one point six, you might as well. Yeah, you true. don't have to. You don't have to disclose yourself as being someone that's won it because oftentimes but they friends, they warn against you. You'll be treated. Your life will change. Yeah, Either, sure. Regardless of whether it's just your inner circle or your wife. So the first thing you'd do if you won that much money is nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh, yeah, I think it would be. Dan, and what would you do? Uh, what would I do? One point six billion. Um, I guess you'd have to go and speak to some sort of financial advisor. You have to work out what on earth to do. Like, where are you going to yeah, put yeah. that? What are you going to do? Do you know? I, I'm it's so really annoyed. boring. It's so yeah, yeah. It's like boring. I'm going to have your own special window. Put the window. I'll make this two billion by tomorrow. I'm so annoyed because when I thought about that question, I wanted to say Danny is going to be the most boring and conservative out of us three. Unbelievable. I thought you might be a little bit more adventurous. Uh, yeah, I might throw it all on football index. That's a good yeah, idea. No, really half. Double it yeah. the next day. See, the first thing I would do is I would literally, I would, you, you're talking about you'd be normal for like two days. I would literally just buy like a holiday to Hawaii and then think about what I'm doing. Yeah, maybe. And then, but I always thought as well, I know it's like cliche, but I would invite people to somewhere like Vegas and when they go into a room, mm. there'd be like 500,000 just sitting on your pillow being like that's your gambling money for three days let's have it <laughs> so and then, and then in case anyone doesn't know Chris has a bit of a gambling problem no <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Well, Mark would do nothing. Chris would go to Vegas and book it all on gambling. I'm on a hot street. Chris would just work out. I'm going to get a financial advisor to tell me what to do. I'm so. on a hot street. I don't care what you say. I think I kind of stumped the three of us up, really. Yeah. <laughs> I live life either. You guys are wearing jumpers. I am. Wonderful. In my back four, let's not forget about that. In my back four this week is um, Barbie. Barbie. Um, Barbie made, uh, well, we all know Doctor Who, right? Yep. Doctor Who has uh, just started with a new doctor, the very first female doctor. Yep. Her name's Jodie Whittaker. Um, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's any good, but I'm sure some people will complain. Um, and Mattel, who made Barbies, have made a Jodie Whittaker-type Doctor Who Barbie. And obviously, people are up in arms because of it, saying that um, uh, it's sexist, it's uh, risque, and we don't like it. It shows off... What? The Barbie doll? The Barbie, yeah. A Twitter user put it, this doll's hip-waist-bust ratio is more unbelievable than a 2,000-year-old alien with two hearts. Um, so, yeah, Barbie is just getting a little bit ripped to pieces because the first female Doctor Who has now been objectified to look like a good-looking woman that Barbies do. Yeah. It's interesting. Not- so if they made the Barbie with a different figure to an old Barbie, it probably would cause outrage to say, why are you changing? Because Barbie's always... What do you mean, had... like a penis? Well, no, Barbie's always had a ridiculous hip-waist-bum ratio. Well, that's what I don't understand. So they probably what? just kept the same model. Well, they've, they've just done a Barbie version of it. I'm sure they yeah. have other toys as well. But... but if they changed it, they would well, say, why are you changing it? This is the world we live in, yeah. unfortunately. There's always outrage. Always outrage. That's the... Uh, I mean, you know what I'm That's a lot of my... Uh... Fun feedback for Yeah. Ridiculous outrage out there. A little bit, yeah. Danny, you ready? Uh, sure. I'm just working out by four. Uh, I have, there's, there's plenty. <laughs> I do have a, I have a few fun threes. Go for that then. Um, yeah. So one of my fun threes is, and you two won't know this because you were sleeping at the time, so this, earlier this year I went to Silverstone, and I did get up at 6am and go to the house to see. So as a result, big I ended up watching um, watch the Formula 2. And I watched an almighty race between George Russell and Lando Norris. 
know them well. Yeah, who we have, followed it on the radio. Who have just been signed by Formula One teams. Can I get them on Football Index? Not yet. So, the reason they're in my front three is because there's been obviously a period of history with Senna and then there was Michael Schumacher and everyone still thinks he's the greatest. I think by the time those Hamilton was high, it'll go down as the greatest ever. George, um, uh, George Russell? George, George Russell and Lando Norris is going to be, over the next decade, is going to be the, the next big sporting rivalry, both British. Not the next Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, both British, and one of them will, be, will become one of the best races you've ever seen. Well, um, you can't say one of them. You've got to put your name down on one of them, surely. Right, yeah. uh, well, I like George Russell better, but he's actually Scottish and Lando's English, so I'm going to go with Lando. Plus, wow. it's called Lando. What That's, racist. That's uh, the guy off of uh, Star Wars, one of the new Star Wars, yeah. isn't it? Well, the old Star Wars, but yeah. <laughs> the old Star Wars, yeah. Uh, yeah, so in my front three is um, is uh, Formula One. Wonderful. For signing young British talent. Alright. So, I've got... Oh, I've lost it now. So... You had loads. Yeah. <laughs> well, one in my back three is a bit sad. Um, Go for it. Let's <coughs> pour one out. WWE wrestler Roman Reigns. Yeah. Oh. came out today. He's got leukaemia. So he's had to... Give up his uh, title. He's had it for 11 years, though, isn't he? I only saw the headline today, and I saw he had to get well because today he gave up the title. And yeah. Yeah, it's a bit sad. Well, let me show my ignorance. I don't quite. I've heard of leukemia, but what what kind of affliction is it? Do you know? It's cancer. Is it cancer? Yeah. yeah? Okay. I said I'd show my ignorance. <laughs> I just did. Fine. Good. So the other one, which I, I thought lost. cancer was cancer. <clears throat> There's lots of kinds, apparently. Yeah, so they always talk about that. Gut Yeah, which is a shame. He worked so hard. He was felt a lot of people felt like he was forced down their throat, so he was never the most liked WWE star. There. You don't want this to is, see that. Yeah, happen. this is where it, it's pretty sad. Paul went out for Roman Reigns. All right, the next one which I've lost now is the so. There's a risk that boxing is not going to be in the 2022 Olympics. Ooh, so, um, it's corrupt, I tells you. So that's pretty much what the Olympic Committee are saying. <laughs> <laughs> is that a pot? I hear they call it something black, whatever the saying is. Calling the kettle black. There you go, Dan. So um, <coughs> why? So the the IOC is calling boxing corrupt. Yeah. So the amateur boxing committee, I think it's IBA, AIBA. Yeah. Um, they've got their new election to who runs it, and there's only one guy standing, so he, he's going to win it. Like there's no one actually coming up against him. And the IOC have said if he wins, we're kicking you out of the Olympics because this guy is currently, I think he's been done for corruption. I think in America he's got like warrants for his, they froze his assets. Is it what's his name? Billy Afro. He's a Don King. Don King. <laughs> Don King. He's a. I think he's a from Uzbekistan. This guy. So. Um, Great nation. Yeah, big fans. Yeah. yeah. So anyone who's watched Olympic boxing knows it's corrupt. Some of them scorecards. Yeah. Corrupt. They're it's, definitely dodgy. Yeah. And um. But yeah, there's, there's a threat. They said if he wins, they, they're not going to put it in the next Olympics. He said, okay, if I win, I'll step aside for a year. 
then after the Olympics, I'll come back. <laughs> I think that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fair to me. It's interesting, Neil. Just going off that, it's interesting Olympics how they go and they get they get rid of Greco-Roman wrestling, which is one of the original ones, and they want to put in some esports and three-on-three basketball. So it's just and they got BMX biking. It's have you seen the, the, most, you seen the, the most chart? So thing. one of the things that came out of this is like the charter of what a sport needs to be yeah. allowed in. Yeah, and one of them is like it needs to be played officially and like. 100 countries or 80 countries yeah now i'm sorry i've seen the olympics there are some of them sports and games that are not played in that many countries well, e-sports the, uh, being one of them no absolutely. e-sports is huge though around the world wow in, in, uh, well, in i guess in asia many okay, countries I mean, that can't afford computers so. yeah. it's um, actually huge yeah go on then mark uh, mark any fun free well i was kind of spinning that as a front three. Oh, interesting. IOC trying to get rid of corruption. Oh, the irony is your front three. <laughs> yeah. Irony. So I had one other one. I wanted to get your view on it because it was really interesting. So um, it was announced. So in the Dutch League, it was announced that final PSV and Ajax, who are obviously the top three, it's a bit like, like they dominate the league, like yeah. a lot of European leagues, they all agreed to donate 10% of their Champions League money to the rest of the teams in their Redoce. Robin Hood-esque yeah. because they feel like the they they got enough and TV isn't giving enough back to the thing and so they're giving some of the Champions League money back to other teams in the league yeah. which to me is actually amazing I think wow what a thing to do is that for your own league and you look at I know there's a lot of money in the Premier League but you look at things like Spain and you look at Germany like what Bayern Munich just dominate Germany and you look at Spain and TV uh, everything uh, <laughs> you look at the UK and it's bloody Man City everywhere I just thought it was really interesting that you don't hear that very much. You don't hear about selfless people, teams understanding the wider... How high do you think they were when they decided on that? Well, well, I, well no, it's not selfless. <laughs> it's, it's a, do you think it's self-preservation? Do you think that's what it yeah, is? Yeah, they're like, thinking, we there's need a our, bigger our, picture. They need a stronger league. They're like... But why? What's the issue with it now? Why would they need to do no that? No one will watch it because well, they'll presume... They're, they're not one of the top five European leagues. They're sick. So they're just, looking at a wider picture over Europe. I guess so they're yeah. trying to well, help you them. look at Celtic yeah. and Rangers, and they're not as good since Rangers. Without Rangers, Celtic aren't as good. You need competition. Yeah. So. Yeah, but otherwise it, you'll only be as good as you need to be to win the league. So. But actually, I think it's interesting, and I, I was going to be in my front three, and then I thought actually I'm not even sure how I feel about it if it's is selfless or not. But and. Well, it is selfless. Whether it's good or not overall, it's it's, it's so difficult to say. Short term. I just find it odd. For a long term game. Which seems like a good idea. So, yeah, I thought it was very odd. Awesome. As long as they have no influence over Pretty how good. these clubs spend the money, if they're like, we'll, we'll donate ten percent. But you have to spend it on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, that. No, no, it was generally ten percent of the Champions League fees basically goes to the whole league to all the other teams, not those three. So yeah, I just thought it'd be interesting. Interesting. Mm. All right, we all done. Yeah. We got through it quite quick, quite smoothly, quite efficiently. One fifty-six. Nice. Just good stuff. Enough time to watch Man United come back and win this game. Yeah. Yep. Man United are currently one 0 down. They got a free kick. We'll see how it goes. You'll let you'll see how it is at the end of the day. But uh, next week we'll be talking more Premier League. We'll bring in our Champions League draft, and we'll find some other things to talk about. Bye. Football index. Football index. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>